0: glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. You see, this is a higher plane we're talking about. This is not talking about storing up things in heaven. You're going to get them when you get there. You don't need them when you get to heaven. You need to face the here and now with these principles and get them to working in your everyday life. Because these things will work in your business. They'll work in your marriage. They'll work in any situation on this earth. These things are practical. But the problem has been the church has said, oh, wonder what great spiritual truth. That Jesus is trying to get over to us. He's trying to get over to us that we just need to operate on a higher level, the kingdom level, and then Satan can't come in and spoil everything. Can you see that? Now watch what he says. Provide yourselves bags that wax not old. Sell that you have, give alms. Provide yourselves bags that wax not old. A treasure in the heavens that faileth not. In other words, the Greek says, it faileth not on this level, see This higher plane. Where no thief approacheth, neither the moth corrupt. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Now you could say it this way. For your treasure is in your heart. Now see, if you connect this with the 12th chapter of Matthew, that's what Jesus is trying to get over to us. See, when you find a scripture that says something, if it doesn't bear it out too clear, search other parts of the Bible where Jesus taught about the same thing and see what he said there. So when you do that in the 12th chapter, you find out he's talking about these things being in your heart. They're not up in heaven, and your heart is not in heaven. See, the heart refers to the spirit. Your spirit's not in heaven. Your spirit is here on earth. He said, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. And we got the idea that our heart was in heaven. No, your heart's not in heaven. Your heart's here with you. See, I'm talking about the spirit now. We're not talking about the blood pump. We're talking about the spirit of man. So where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Now, verse 35 adds some light to it. Let your loins be girded about and your lights burning. Now, what does this light have to do with it? Proverbs 2027 20, says the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord searching all the inward parts of his belly. In other words, he's saying, Let God enlighten you through your spirit or heart. And that confirms the fact that the treasure is in the Spirit and let your light be burning and let that lamp of the Lord reveal to you direction in your life in these things. Now, if this is vague to you, it's going to get clearer as we go on. I'm going to say it in many ways you're going to get it before we get through. (laughs) Go with me to Mark, the fourth chapter. Mark, chapter 4. Jesus tells the parable of a sower here. Now, we're not going to deal so much with the parable of the sower as we are the interpretation of the parable. In fact, let's start with verse 11 here. And he said unto them, Unto you it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God, but unto them that are without, all these things are done in parables. Now, what happened here, Jesus told the parable of the sower, and it was vague to some of them. They didn't understand it. And they came to him and said, Why do you speak to them in parables? He said, because it's given to you to know the mystery of the kingdom of God, but unto them it is not given. The reason it was not given to them, because they did not have ears to hear. They came to catch Jesus in something that he was saying. They had no intention of putting it into practical use. And it's dangerous when anyone comes to a meeting just for the purpose of trying to catch something that they can criticize the speaker over. That's right. You're not going to get any faith, you're not going to get any revelation, you're going to get in trouble with God, (laughs) really is what's going to happen. Now listen to what he said, down in verse 14, he says, the sower soweth the word, so the sower sows the word of God. Now I know that specifically speaking, maybe he is referring here in the context of this, to sowing the word of God concerning salvation are being saved. I'm sure that's involved here. But yet, it includes more than that. And I'll point that out to you as we get on a little further in the scripture. So I do recognize that it is talking about sowing the word of God to an individual to get them saved. But now he says, these are they by the wayside where the word is sown, and when they have heard, Satan cometh immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their heart. Now Matthew's account of this, see, again, if you read a scripture where there's an account of this, if there's another gospel that has an account of it, always turn to it and read it. Now Matthew's account says it this way, when he has heard the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not, See, if he doesn't understand it, then he says Satan will come and steal it from him. But if he does understand it, Satan's got problems on his hands. Because when you understand it, you'll operate in it. So to read this in Mark 4, you might get the false impression that, well, when I hear the word of God, Satan just come get it from me and I can't do anything about it. But you see, Matthew added some things there that helped you understand it better. So always go and study the other scriptures concerning that. So what he's saying is that when you don't understand the word, then Satan can steal it from you. So if you think that you're just storing up treasures in heaven and your giving is all going to benefit you when you get to heaven, then Satan is stealing God's word from you because you didn't understand it. See, you could benefit from that giving now, here in this life. In fact, that's when you need it. You don't need it when you get to heaven. Now, certainly I know that you will receive eternal rewards because of your giving. See, you'll get rewards when you get to heaven because of your giving here. But we're talking about a physical, monetary return here on the earth today because of your giving. God's law is seed time and harvest. You plant a seed and you reap a harvest. Now, any farmer knows that if he plants wheat... He is going to harvest wheat. He won't get bananas or cucumbers because he planted wheat. See, God's law is that everything produces after its kind. I call it the law of Genesis. Everything produces after its kind. You have a financial need, take out of your need and give of what you have need of. If you have need of time, give God some time. Plant it. And believe for a return. Now let me show you how it works. It works in everything in life. If you get into strife with someone and you give out strife, guess what? You're going to get more strife. It produces after it's kind. If you want love, give love. It produces after it's kind. If you speak faith, it'll produce faith. It'll transmit that same spirit. If you speak fear, it'll produce fear. Everything produces after its kind. So when it comes to needs that you have, you have need of healing, go pray for someone. Somebody said, me pray for somebody? I'm sick. (laughs) Everything produces after its kind. Now see, there's things that we need to understand about that. The sower soweth the word, though, is the key to it. The Word is the seed. The Word of God is the seed. Now, come right on over to verse 26. And he said, So is the kingdom of God, as if a man should cast seed into the ground. Now, remember that we've already established from the parable of the sower, or Jesus established it, that the soil or the ground was the heart of, of mankind, Isn't that right? Isn't that what he said? The soul is the heart. So he says, so is the kingdom of God as if a man cast the seed into the ground. Now that tells you who's going to do the planting. Not God. God's not going to do the planting. You're the one to do the planting. Where do you get your seed? You get your seed from the word of God. Now see, there's some things you have to activate. Promises of God. See, God's word of promise is the seed that we're to use. There's promise of healing. There is promise of financial blessing in the scriptures. But you see, many of these promises are conditional. So there are certain things that not only do you speak the word and say it with your mouth and speak it outwardly, but you must do something to activate it. For instance, the promise of Jesus 638. You ever read Jesus 638? (laughs) Some people call it Luke 638. I call it Jesus 638. Give and it shall be given unto you. Well, I see that's a future tense promise, isn't it? Give and it shall be. But once you have given, see, when you're obedient to that, even though it might be just a few cents, you know, the widow, she gave a penny, but it was... A greater gift than all the others you know why because she gave it out of her need yes. so it's not the amount given it's the percentage or it's what you have left and she gave all she had well now what we see here is that God is telling us that we have to use a seed to produce a harvest you plant the seed and you produce a harvest You put it in the ground. You sow it. So if you take God's word and confess abundance, then you must activate that promise by giving. You see, you give. And once you give, then you've made that a present tense scripture. It's not shall be given anymore. You can say, now thank God it is given unto me, good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. Now I'll tell you, it's good news when you know that when you plant a seed, you're going to reap a harvest. Mark, the fourth chapter, verse 26, says, So is the kingdom of God. Now, the parable of the sower is the granddaddy of all parables concerning the kingdom. Jesus said about it, if you don't understand this parable, how then will you understand all parables? Now, he's talking about all parables about the kingdom. And then he continues on with it and tells you how this kingdom works. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. I trust you've been blessed If we've taught about the gospel of the kingdom. All of this week, we have CD offer number 7230. It's two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. It's the very audio that you've heard right here on the broadcast, and we'll be hearing for two weeks. You heard it last week, and we're continuing on the same subject, the gospel of the kingdom. This was done in a live seminar. It was segmented and put on radio. Now, I know many of you have missed parts of the broadcast, and you wonder about what was said the days you didn't hear it. Well, these are available. Now, in this series, we talk about what God calls good news. And you know what God calls good news, some people call bad news. I'm amazed that you hear people say, well, you know, I don't understand why these prosperity people, quote, what Paul said in Corinthians, You know the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that ye through his poverty might be made rich. One fellow said of that, he said, That has nothing to do with finances. It's talking about spiritually. Now, you know, a 12-year-old boy that could read would know better than that. If you read the two chapters there, 8 and 9 of Second Corinthians, you'll find out he's not talking about spiritual things. He's talking about finances money m-o-n-e-y but you see he did make us rich spiritually but uh, this is the good news that he suffered poverty for us that we might not have to suffer it in other words he came here and lived the way man lives and that's poverty stricken as far as god's concerned but that's number seventy two thirty i'd like to preach the whole thing but i better not seventy two thirty it's two cds for fifteen dollars plus four dollars postage and handling A total of $19. It's entitled, The Gospel of the Kingdom. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps.